125. He is us. And uh, you should stand up and be counted. Indeed we should, friends. Welcome in to this, the 125th edition of our show entitled He Is Us, which, uh, in case you don't know, is based on the uh, now famous quote from the immortal comic strip series uh, Pogo by Walt Kelly, where uh, it is said, quote, we have met the enemy and he is us. I'm your Fusebox certified host, Mark Rose, and with the uh, highly skilled and uh, exceedingly competent assistance of our uh, master of meters over there, uh, truly over there, <laughs> Milk Canes, how are you, man? Thank you kindly. We'll have a link to that, uh, that strip too, right? Yes, we will. Yes, we will. We will indeed have a, uh, a, a link to that uh, strip in the show notes down there. So uh, what, what we've decided to do on this program is uh, dispense with uh, the glass booth. I'm sitting in the control room here. And uh, it's it just going to make it a little more um, intimate, uh, a little more immediate. Um, kind of nice to be able to get the full benefit of a studio tan, though, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it also allows uh, for uh, a little better uh, interchange here, too. We're, we're going to take... A bit more of a serious tone with this edition of the show. Um, I, I, I got to say, friends, there are times when you just can't ignore the 400-pound uh, uh, pangolin in the room. So, so I guess, what, it was, what, five, five years ago when uh, I first started this show? Yeah, it's almost uh, six years now. Yeah, almost six. Yeah, actually, right, we'll be starting the... Uh, Sixth year of fuse box uh, first of the year seems like just a mere 60 months ago uh. <laughs> it does doesn't it well f- well uh, five or so years ago when uh, first launching this program my template for the show was basically to include a quirky conversation uh, the occasional interview feature some of our talented friends in uh, bits and spoken word pieces, that sort of thing. And for the first year of our show, I think that was working just fine. Don't you? Yeah. 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 I, 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 and, and, and frankly, I was really trying to uh, avoid the crazy and uh, oftentimes, really, seriously, horribly dull political crap, uh, or many times the uh, equally flaccid entertainment news junk and then and and then we had an election yeah there's just no way to not talk about that yeah yeah there there's just no there's no way to uh, to avoid that topic, and as much as I wanted to kind of stay out of the way of uh, overly opinionated babble, you just could not avoid this issue. Well, it just seems like we'd uh, we're taking a giant step backwards. Yeah, it uh, 
it just it was such a fundamental shift in our democracy and a, yeah. I guess seriously a reawakening of what we thought <laughs> how silly were uh, dormant extremist viewpoints well you know it's not dormant at least napping loudly in the other room <laughs> yeah right however that was not and clearly is not now the case in our uh, present day nope so we uh, we all got to thinking about the tragic shootings in both el paso and dayton uh, where a gunman fired into a crowd of people yeah. in a shopping mall, killing 22 in the case of El Paso, Texas. And then, in a, just 13 hours later, in a busy section of Dayton, Ohio, uh, on a Saturday evening, ironically called the Oregon District, and uh, as our show here, uh, Fusebox, we, uh, we emanate from Portland, Oregon. All in the course of just about 13 hours, we get another set of fatalities. We just thought we needed to air this thing out. Now, I don't know that we have any answers to this thing, but we can offer some insights. Yeah, I'm, you know, I, I'm not sure there is a single answer. Looks to me like uh, it's going to take a whole bunch of things to patch up this mess. Probably true. Probably true. But uh, I do know one thing. Anytime a cause of behavior is attempted to be linked to a thing like music or lyrics or video games or the color of your tie, it's a specious argument at best. I don't know. Have you seen some of those ties out there? Well, <laughs> be that as it may, we thought we'd, we'd take a look at some recent events and uh, just toss it around. And uh, I invite you as well to uh, jump in and uh, in, in the comments section there, either on the uh, Fusebox uh, Facebook page or on the OnSug Facebook page or even the OnSug um, homepage where uh, these shows are listed, wherever you have found this show. And just share your thoughts as well. Uh, like I said at the top of the show here, we, um, we don't claim to have any answers, just observations, uh, food for thought. So, um, yeah. So we're going to do a little show reset here. And uh, when we come back, we're going to look at some of the kindling in this bonfire. Maestro. It sort of became old-fashioned. It's called a nationalist. And I say, really, we're not supposed to use that word. You know what I am? I'm a nationalist, okay? I'm a nationalist. Yeah, so here we have another N-word 
nationalist. You know, it is kind of funny how both uh, N-words can light the fuse here. <laughs> yeah. Well, at, at least in the, in the case of this N-word, the term nationalist, uh, on one side of the definition anyway, in quotes here, a patriot, someone who has a, a strong loyalty to a nationalistic cause or identity. Mm. However, it can also devolve into what we're seeing in our uh, present day, a form of uh, radical extremist ideology that, uh, for the most part, just precludes and excludes anything other than the most fundamental in its definition. Yeah. Make America white again. <laughs> you know, in, in, in uh, both of these recent cases, the shooter has admitted to a, a white supremacist skew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, one of those guys even posted a manifesto, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, was, it was posted on a uh, social media site. Uh, I want to be clear because it wasn't the one that gets quoted all the time, which I won't even mention here. Uh, for one thing, it's already gone. But this thing was actually posted to Instagram. Mm. The site that was named uh, frequently was uh, indeed, indeed, an area for uh, some extreme viewpoints. I, I got to say though, I think it was really curious that originally, before the whole, you know, all the the hate speech and all that junk, this this site that that's incorrectly named all the time was first used for discussions about anime, Japanese animation. Well, there, well, there you go, staring at all that. Tentacle porn will make you grab an automatic rifle and start shooting people. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It, uh, it, look, in a in a uh, widely circulated uh, stat that uh, many have seen, I'm sure, that, that uh, kind of unequivocally states that the U.S. has had 251 mass shootings in as little as 216 days. Man. That means that's a, that's a tweak over one incident per day. Now, look, the, these are intentional homicides, by the way, not, not accidental incidents. Yeah. Mass shootings, right? So uh, also important to note, at present, uh, there are about 5 million assault weapons registered in this country. Yeah, that's more than the military has. Exactly. And help me out here, okay? Why do we need military-grade weapons in the hands of civilians? Yeah, well, they say it's to protect and uh, defend against things like this last shooting. Yeah, yeah, well, you know what, though? Let's just uh, just take a moment and, and look at this. Yeah. Now, El Paso, Texas, has what is referred to as... Um, an open carry law, meaning citizens can uh, carry guns without a concealed weapons permit. Yeah, I think the whole damn state of Texas has yeah, that. Yeah, you're correct. The, yeah, that's right. The, the uh, entire state has it. So just to, to play out the logic here, if that actually is the case, and we know it is, yeah. having these weapons accessible, meaning anybody can get them anytime, they got them on them even, Yeah, it should have pointed to a much more rapid end yeah. to this this gunman's reign of, of, of terror, right? Yeah. Clearly, that was not the case. A case in point, um, an off-duty uh, military chap was uh, interviewed shortly 
after the the shootings um and uh, he, he he apparently was there in the middle of it he said he heard the shots and instantly his uh, military training kicked in and he reached for the weapon that he was carrying at the time and uh, looked for cover and then he saw some kids that had been uh, separated from their parents and uh, then just bravely risked his own life to get as many of these kids out of harm's way as he could. And I got to say, bravo to that chap, by the way. Holy carp. I mean, he was, you know, visibly shaken when he was uh, being interviewed there. And his, his motivations were quite clear. You know, I don't think the average person has uh, the degree of training to handle a, a crisis situation like yeah. that. Certainly not your family of four just out running errands. Yeah. Well, this takes a, a highly disciplined cat to get the drop on an active shooter. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And I also got to say that the the, uh, the the people of El Paso are amazing. Yeah. Not only because uh, they they responded without missing a beat to donate anything that was needed, but the fact too that this particular city it's it's a border town. As a matter of fact, it was on that list, right? It's, it, it's on the border of Juarez, Mexico. This is one of those alleged locations where the invasions are happening. The throngs of villainous, villainous immigrants are virtually pushing the very walls down to get in here. Tens of thousands. Well, you know, uh, just the other day, I read that uh, prior to uh, 2016, that the uh, issues with immigration... We're at a 50-year low. A 50-year low. Yes, I know, I know. And the, and the city of El Paso is regarded as one of the safest cities in the U.S. Yeah, you're right. And I tell you what, you just take a look at the people there, which is, I got to say it again, it's inspiring to uh, see these folks rally the way they did. And you just know that their 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 behavior in a in a, a scenario like this this is just the way they are it wouldn't take a crisis to get the folks in that community to rally that's just how they are by default and to try to vilify or demonize it, it's just it's just insane so on on our prior point there to to suffice to say that uh, access to uh, to weapons readily is that's in itself is not an answer. Yeah, the NRA just says that the answer to this whole mess is to give everybody guns. Well, maybe we should give the guns guns. And hey, and uh, by the way, I I'm not one of those on the on the uh, on the other side of the argument that thinks that all guns uh, should be banned. At least in this country, it just seems completely unrealistic. Seems to work in Australia. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah, because I, I know there are uh, uh, tens of thousands of responsible gun owners out there and uh, who get it, right? Right. We're not talking about them. As a matter of fact, uh, most gun owners, particularly uh, ones who hunt, they're not looking for AR-style firearms or, or multiple magazines, you know? I, I'm I'm saying that military-grade weaponry of any kind needs to be controlled a whole lot better. Well, uh, if the Senate, and uh, we mean you, Mitch, and your uh, NRA cronies, right. 
will get off their asses and pass H.R. 8. Right. Which requires mandatory background checks for everybody before right. buying a firearm. Well, we'd at least start on the road to controlling something. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it, uh, by the way, <laughs> Mitch took $1.6 million from the NRA in the past. So uh, he may be a tad uh, beholding to them. Just saying. <laughs> And I, and I also think I'm right in saying that there there are and is and probably will be now even more bipartisan support on this issue, uh, for sure. Well, some of the more progressive folks in the GOP might be on board, but uh, I don't know how many. Well, yeah. This gun lobby thing is fucking ridiculous. How, how many folks and kids yeah. need to get shot down before these knuckle-dragging miscreants get a clue? Did you just say miscreant? Yeah, I think I got that one from you. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> no, but seriously, though, dollars are uh, uh, quite clearly more important to these folks than uh, lives, evidently. Oh, and by the way, the silence is damn deafening from our uh, fearless leader. I mean, it was, what, 48 hours before we heard a peep out of Trump? Well, uh, he did tweet... You know what? I saw that address he did on uh, uh, the Monday following. <laughs> and that was without a doubt the worst attempt at giving a shit I have ever seen. This guy looked like he'd been pulled away from a golf game and made to uh, read somebody's grocery list. And then he gets the city wrong. He called it Toledo. <laughs> you know, and I'm wondering if that wasn't some sort of sabotage from within. Yeah, well, you know what? That would have been my plan. <laughs> Oh, man, I tell you, if he was an actor, I would never have hired him. That's all I'm saying. Well, in fact, uh, he was attending his uh, golf club, Mr. Keynes. And uh, while the first shooting was being uh, reported on, he he was making an uh, apparently uh, unscheduled public appearance at a wedding that was uh, happening there at the club for uh, someone he didn't actually know. I'm told. What the f- Now, it's, it's easy. It is going to be very, very simple to dump the whole shooting thing in the orange guy's lap here. Well, he's got a big lap. So we're told. But I, but in truth, uh, there is something else I want us to consider that's going on here, friends. Hence the title of uh, this episode of our humble program. We need to take a, a very uh, sobering and visceral look at not only uh, this last series of events, but an overarching issue that uh, I think anyway has to do with human behavior for a very, very, very long time. Intolerance. Hmm. Yeah. This uh, inability to totally absorb diversity in any form that's been going on since, as the fire sign theater would say, since before the beginning. We, we actually need to take a look at what the programming is that causes this rage and intolerance to uh, ignite in the first place. Where is it lurking? Well, one thing for sure is that it's, uh, it's passed on from generation to generation. Clearly. Yeah. These last three guys were, what, uh, 20-somethings? And, and they were all white, by the way. Yeah, yeah. 
But and I and I think it's also true that uh, with each generation, uh, numbers dwindle. I sure hope so, man. But what seems to be happening is that they're all getting even more vocal now. They they they've been given permission to uh, be loud and proud. Right. Did you know that? Uh, not to go back to uh, Adolf Trump here again, right. but in every city that has uh, sponsored a Trump rally, hate crimes have gone up. 226 percent holy carp well he just sort of put gas on the flame yeah and uh, this base we keep hearing about this is a substantial and uh, let me just say scary as hell percentage like 31 percent of registered voters who think that uh, these are all good and positive signs that we're uh, moving to a better america yeah where the damn red cap is the new white hood Nice. <laughs> By the way, um, at least in the uh, case of El Paso, uh, the rally he had there back in February. Yeah. Well, he still owes the uh, city of El Paso $569,000 for that event, which also includes uh, late fees. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- this, this truly is a, uh, a crossroads for sure. And as uh, much as I believe that uh, the uh, gun control measures, the, the, the mental health issues, uh, the, the GOP issues are all inextricably linked to the final solutions, um, we still need to take a, a, a really close look at our own programming and come to terms with this intolerance thing. If we don't do that... All the other uh, remedies will be just Band-Aids, and, and the, the real cause will just continue to fester. It's going to be a real job, man. I mean, uh, how the hell do you... I know, I know, I know, I know. But if we really, really want to fix this thing, it's a human development issue. It really is. It's, it's going to be the big work. Yeah. Granted, you know, some folks are not going to be willing or, or, or able even to uh, take this particular course of action. Because it requires that you are awake and conscious of your own behavior and that you flag, you know, these uh, tendencies when they come up. For sure. I mean, as kids, we really have, especially in the early days, we really have no context for differences in someone else. It isn't until we're either programmed by our peers or by our parents to notice differences. Yeah. And then we place a, a negative or positive value on them depending upon how we're uh, instructed or programmed that we get to this situation. And look, I know this is this is a hard situation for for uh, many to grasp. I get it. You you're going to but you need to look only at the planet as a whole and you'll see this issue. It's not just here. You'll see polarization in religions, in races, hell, in car choices. Chevy and Ford, man. Yeah. Silly as that seems. Right. The idea that someone's preference has to become a, a, a mandate is one, uh, is one critical component there. Rather than just embracing the fact that people will like or be or believe different things, and that's okay. It's not only okay... It's necessary. I hear you. I'd say, too, that right now, if you don't stand up and say that not only is the emperor naked, 
He's a goddamn liar, too. That you're you're part of the problem and not part of the solution at all. Yeah. Say something. You know, I just can't help asking this. And I know it's kind of off course here, but uh, back to the shooters for a second. Yeah. Who are these people? Oh, I, I mean, we know the media profile, but seriously, who are they? How does this one guy drive 10 hours? Mm-hmm. That's uh, 600 miles away from El Paso. He lives in some place uh, called, uh, what, A- Allen, Texas. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, he buys uh, this type of hardware, which, uh, by the way, this guy's shit had to be modified by someone with some chops to be used in the form factor that he had. So just like that guy in Vegas who opened up on that uh, music festival a while back, that guy had a fucking armory in his hotel room. How does that happen? Well, that's a great question. Um, I know a lot of these firearms are uh, purchased online, but uh, apart from the guy in El Paso, most of these shooters, they appear to be on a one-way ride. They're either killed by law enforcement, right? Or uh, they do themselves in, which has always bothered me. You know, some small percentage, perhaps, may uh, see themselves as martyrs for the cause, but uh, not not all of them. I'm not sure some of them could spell martyr. I'd, I'd love to get follow-up stories on these shooters. And I know there's a philosophy out there that says we shouldn't give them any time or attention or whatever. That's an interesting and convenient uh, fact. <laughs> but something is very loose about what happens after the uh, media barrage, you know, and the coverage. Then a few months go by and there's no further word on who the cat was, what his motivation was. Or, or who he was connected to. I mean, right. the whole white supremacist thing is a given in most cases. We kind of know where the trail leads. Yeah. The White House? <laughs> no. Well, yeah. But you know what I mean. Some of those cats are doing uh, nothing to hide their intentions, man. Right. I'm just wondering about the others. Who's funding these cats? Hard to say. Easy to ask. I really don't know, but you got to believe somebody knows. But uh, will we ever get to hear about that? I, I don't know. Well, friends, as I said, I, I don't know we have the answer to this current blight on humanity. But uh, we can certainly speculate as anyone and uh, offer up some suggestions, but uh, above all, let's let's not be silent on this thing or become numb, because that's the other problem that happens in these situations. When they become as frequent as this, it's almost like they, they desensitize us to the immediacy. You know, because one would think that the shooting of kids in a schoolyard would be uh, quite enough, thank you. But clearly, uh, the eyes are blinded by uh, green. Yeah. Somewhere up in the food chain and uh, refuse to budge on this thing. Well, you know, that, that's where the public comes in. And if you don't think your voice matters, just uh, take a gander at the folks in Puerto Rico. Yes, good point. They said, hell no, you gotta go to a rotten governor And he got up and went. Yes, and they went through three governors in one week. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
I know, sometimes it seems impossible to change things. But uh, as you just brought out, it's clearly about tenacity and staying with it in numbers. You know what? I think we got the numbers on this one. I concur, Mr. Keynes. And with that, friends, we shall uh, take our leave. But uh, first, uh, I want to thank my able-bodied cohort here, Milt Keynes, for... uh, it's nice to be in the same room with you, man. Oh, yeah. My pleasure, amigo. Yeah, this is kind of fun. I, you know, I uh, I think we should do this again when the world isn't mourning the loss of uh, dozens of innocent folks just trying to do some shopping and have a beer. I second that one. And uh, thanks as well to you, friends, for uh, pushing play on this edition of Fusebox. I know we took a slight turn in format, but uh, as I say, sometimes, as has been the case frequently here of late... Uh, we have a, uh, a moral obligation to uh, speak up and uh, not go silent on some of the more egregious things that uh, spring up in our daily lives here. So a shout out to the fine folks in El Paso, Texas and Dayton, Ohio, and lest we forget, Gilroy, California, um, as well as they were the victims of a crazed gunman where... Three folks lost their lives in uh, just a matter of days before uh, these most recent events. I've been your host, uh, Mark Rose, and please keep doing all the fine stuff you do, and uh, we will be back with you all subsequently. Later. Fuse.